This week's episode is brought to you by being late for stuff. Have an obligation? Aren't going to be there on time? Well, now with being late for stuff, you can just say you'll be there in five minutes, even though you're in the bathtub. Being late for stuff. No, Mom, you're not two exits away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the I'm Atlas. And I'm Matt. I'm Rippier. And today we're uh, we're talking about like a big change that went on uh, in the reveals for the upcoming reboots. Um, but before that, we have to do our usual housekeeping. So that's where we kind of go through the week's reveals and comment on them. Um, starting with uh, Sage of Literary and Military Arts, Jiren. So he's a Royal Paladin card. He's a 10k grade two. That when he attacks a vanguard, if you have three or more rear guards, uh, he gets plus five k to end a battle. All right, Das is good. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like it's it's a TD card, right? E- yes. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's pretty straightforward. Um, I like him. He looks cool. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I don't know, I don't think any Royal Paladins look particularly cool, but it's fine. I mean, he's, he's a big dude in a purple thing, a purple gown with the sword coming out of a book. I think that's pretty cool. Really? This card is fine. <laughs> this card is fine. Um, what's next? Auspice Falcon? It's one of those random rear guards that like has like super low power. So this one has six K power grade one, so it's like extra low in this format, right? Yeah. Ten K shield like every other grade one. And you can counterblast one and rest it and give two units five K. Which is like you make the thing in front of it like eighteen to twenty eight or something stupid. And mm-hmm. you give five K the other column to make it twenty three or whatever, I guess. I feel like okay. I would have liked this better if it put itself into soul. Right, instead of just hanging around? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yes, the idea there is usability, but it's like, who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, where does he get off? Where does he get the audacity? Should be Audacity well, Falcon. These cards are not meant to be super great. Yeah, but... Actually, is that a TD card or is it a card? Yes, it is. It's a TD mm-hmm. card? Okay, that makes sense. But, like, I don't know, Jaron seems a lot better by comparison. Right, like, right. Even, like it even it, it seems like a solid card just for like early, early in the game's history for standard. I mean, we don't know how good a fifteen k grade two is, right? Yeah. All, all we know we've seen we've seen a lot of them. True. So, what, what other cards we got? Uh, we have Savage Hellfire Gabio. So, it is a seventh. 7k grade 1. When it attacks a vanguard, if your opponent's rear guard was required this turn, it gets power plus 10,000 until the end of battle. Okay. All right. First off, what is the deal with this girl's art? It looks like something out of magic, for reals. What's wrong with magic art, sir? No, there's nothing wrong with magic art. It's just, like, so out of the blue, almost. It's a dragon dancer. Yeah. But even, like, past dragon dancers haven't been this uh, stylized, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And they found an artist that does more Western style art. 
That's cool. I'm all right. Not everything, can, not everything is anime card games. I know. Believe me, I'm, I'm on your side. So, her being a 17k attacker is like, whatever. So I assume that what they want you to do is like, when your opponent's on grade two, and you're on like grade one or some, I don't know, or you're on grade two or some shit, you can like call this and like kill something. And then, like, you know, 25 to your 10? Maybe. I, like, one good thing about it is that it doesn't have to be by effect. So you can attack something. Also, this is both van and rear guard specific, so you can be hitting for, you know, 17. The actual actual best thing about this card is it doesn't actually need to be there to see the thing get retired. That's true. Like, it just, like, when it attacks, it checks, like, hey, did you kill something? And you're like, yeah. It's like, nice, 10K. <laughs> it just doesn't care when you do it. So, you, so even if, you know, you had, like, an on-ride skill, like, pop your guy, you're like, okay, call this. And you're like, like, um, one later. Dragon? Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. You know? And then, like, you know, you ride, you ride something, pop a guy, call her to front or something, and you're like, okay, uh, 17 to your 10, you know, whatever. I just like the idea of, like, you putting her down, she gets ready to attack, and then she turns around and goes, wait, 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 did you kill something? I did. Awesome! <laughs> you know. Cool. <laughs> I don't mean to anthropomorphize things too much, but just that, <laughs> the idea of that makes me doodle. Um, yep. See, there's also, uh, I'm guessing this is from English, Damon and Stradon. Uh, Someone tells me that's not the name, but all right. What? Something tells me that's not the name. I'm guessing it's going to be Dominance when it gets here. Yeah. We'll see. But uh, oh. AK grade 1 for Kagura. When it attacks a Vanguard, if the number of your rear guards is greater than your opponent's, uh, he gets plus 5k to end the battle. Cool. He can get Vanguard on his own. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking has Blaze, but not actually Blaze. Yep. Neat. And that is from the set. Both are. Both are copies. What? Yeah, they're commons, but they're good commons. Also, uh, we have a blaster blade skill all of a sudden. Yeah. And it is exactly what we saw before. So, yep. was it just the confirmation that it's real? Is that the... Yes. Right, right. So, okay. so now it has continuous on Vanguard Circle, formal rear guards, critical plus one, which is super sweet, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, auto on Vanguard rear guard Circle, kind of plus one, soul plus one, pop a guy. And front, pop a front row guy, sorry. Yeah. Which, I'm cool with that. That's <laughs> like... Because yeah. we were skeptical about this last week, where it was. Uh... I mean, it, we like I was pretty sure it was right. Yeah. But like, you know, it's weird to see the English release for a card like Blaster Blade before the Japanese one. Yeah. No, I like, get like, it. was like ninety ten. Like it was, it was it, like it was like real versus not real. Mm-hmm. And now it's just hundred percent real, so it's good. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. We also have information on like box topper promos. What's that? Yeah. So Royal Paladin gets an Aichi Force marker and Snowgall, which is a seven K grade one. When it boosts and the attack hits the Vanguard, you can Soul Blast one and return it to your hand. But that's complete. But <laughs> Kagero gets a Kai marker and Grape Shot Wyvern, which is one place if a rear guard was retired, you choose a unit, give it three K. Okay. Uh, let's see. OTT gets a Misaki marker and 
Omyoji of the Moonlit Night. So when it's placed, you Soul Blast 1, discard a card, choose a card from your drop zone, and put it into your hand. That's good, though. <laughs> That's really yeah. good. And then Nova Grappler gets a Kamui Marker, and extra... Masculer. I'm guessing just when, extra muscular. That's the yeah. When it stands, it gets power plus three thousand until the end of turn. This thing lo- looks like uh, if Iron Man and Mister Invincible had a baby, doesn't it? Yeah. Extra muscular. More importantly yeah. than all of this, we have Shojigen Robo Great Dayusha. Oh, <laughs> yes, we know that, is, that Great Dayusha is going to be coming back. Nice. I have a reason to play the match, please. Yeah. And then I'm going to need also to pick up Maelstrom. Some irrelevant grambling unit. The worst possible choice. Hey, you leave Bastard alone. That was my first grade three alone with Coach. Oh, Atlas. I'm sure it was, Atlas. I'm sure it was. Of course. <laughs> Look, the point is that. So we have the. Uh, we have confirmation that we're getting retrains of Bastard, Great Diusha, like Matt so weavishly described. And. Uh, uh, Blue Storm Dragon Maelstrom. What? I just said its name. Yeah, in in the weavish way possible. Weebiest way you possible. General name. Okay. Yeah. name. Alright. <laughs> um, we also got information on Leon's TD, so he gets Marine General of the Restless Tide Al- Algos, and then he get. we've confirmed that Aqua Force gets front triggers. Yeah. Literally, who is this guy? I mean, it's weird seeing him when he's, like, he's, like, Kamui's age or something. Yep. Right. Seeing him tiny. Still uh, won the Asia circuit, though. I mean, I'm not so denying like, that. Still be, like, the same age they were previously? Yeah. Just be, like, the same height as them? <laughs> so. Yeah, there's quote, end quote, my apologies. The release date for that TD is July 20th. Um, I'm guessing for Japan, not for us, but. Yeah. So sometime yeah, in August for us, Probably. Probably. Yeah. And then, uh... Neat. What? Neat. Neat indeed. Uh, let's see. Moving up. Moving on up. There's, a uh, A stupid common from the set for Royal Paladin. Uh, Jiro. So, it's 5k grade 0. And it can't be chosen by your opponent's card effects or attacks. On rear guard or guard circle. Okay. Neat. It's got resist, kind of. And I don't understand. And can't be attacked, right? Yeah. So but... here's something interesting, right? Yeah. They have removed the keyword resist. That's true. Because they could just put resist, resist. and be attacked, right? Yeah. And that'd be the Now, also, it doesn't work on Vanguard Circle. So, you yeah, know, that's interesting. But, uh, because that'd be really good if you just wrote it and it couldn't be attacked. And you're like, nice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be broke sauce. That'd be some kind of weird rush deck where you just stay on him for the whole game. Uh, well, they can never attack you, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. You just deck them out because they're twin driving and you're not, right? Yeah. But uh, this card, I think what the what what this card is saying, because usually they put like weird effects on grade zeros and they don't put anywhere else. Yeah. And so this might be a signal they're just not going to print a lot of resist cards. I kind of hope they don't, but I also hope that they don't go crazy with the, you know, like too much retiring or too much locking or whatever it is, because that's what... Last one, choose eight things, retire them. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Because like, like <laughs> that, that, that's what facilitated the use of resist in the first place was mm-hmm. too much uh, stuff, and then they make re- too many resist cards, and they make things that get around resist. So it's it's just a constantly annoying arms race. Yep. Um, the original effect of this guy, like back in the original Vanguard, was he was the Royal Paladin's uh, thing where when you guard with it, it goes into the soul after, which was also a grade zero. So I'm not surprised it's still a grade zero. It's just the what they Skills. used him for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of a Mega Man enemy. <laughs> oh, dude, totally. Mega Man, Mega Man. <laughs> Um, and then the last bit of housekeeping. Oh wait, no, that there was some other thing. Yeah, oh. Bellicosity Dragon. Yeah. Basically, Vanguard Rearguard Circle. Whenever your opponent's stuff is retired, uh, gets five k each time a thing's retired. Yeah. So, but he has no to be around to see it. Yeah, he has to see it. He has to actually see it. He has to be like, "Ooh, stuff died." Yeah, but I uh-huh. mean, the fact that you can like double, triple up on it is kind of nice. Yep. Um, I'm guessing that. Uh, if if you, you know, maybe later in the game's history, like, all right, retire two things, he gets plus 10k. That's my guess. Yeah. yeah. Bellicosity's original thing was just on-hit unflip, right? Way back in the day? I thought that was before unflippers. Unless well, you came out, like, a really weird time. I think oh. it did. Um, Bellicosity Dragon was the original... Bellicosity Dragon. Uh, comic Style Volume 1, and yes, oh, okay. it was. Okay. Yeah, if it hits... I, if it... Forgot, I forgot Comic Style existed. Yeah. Because I don't even know what was in that set. They also uh, reprinted it in EVO 9 and uh, Fire Selection 2013. Oh, for yeah, some reason. All these machining cards for some reason. What, in... Trier's Collection? Oh. No, in um, Comic Style. Oh, yeah. Old Vanguard was weird. Um, what was this last... Okay, the last uh, bit, I guess. The, there was a news about... A uh, piece of news about Excel. It says, you can have two... You can have more than two additional rearguard circles. You have to call in the sequence of left, right, left, right. And the unit on the server gets plus 10k during your turn and can't be boosted. We knew that part. but So if if you keep rewriting, you have to, like, you put the first Excel circle to the left of your field, then to the right, and so on and so forth. Sure. I don't get why they bothered telling us that. Like, who, you can still attack anywhere on the field, so what does it matter? Right. It doesn't matter. I'm not sure why this why this matters. Maybe it's like for organization's sake. So you can I guess. When in the but how many people are actually going to remember this instead of just stacking up all their Excel circles where the fuck they have space? They won't. The answer... Especially in premium, it's going to be a clusterfuck. Yep, yeah, got to get my Excel Gear Chronicle going or whatever. I'm actually kind of curious where Gear Chronicles going to line up. I can see it in any of the three, but we'll see if they make the mistake of putting ZTBs in standard. I hope they don't. Um. Anyway, the main 
topic of today's episode is something that we missed last week because uh, it came out after we recorded. Exactly, and uh, I complained about this to a a couple friends of mine. They're like, "Why don't you just record later in the week when the big bombshell reveals have already happened?" And my answer to that is, we have jobs and shit. So, sorry, guys. Anyway, um, so what's what's this big uh, piece of news? Uh, so, we got two reveals on Thursday night after we had, had <clears throat> uh, recorded our podcast. So, it was a reveal of two draw triggers, Flash Yield Isolt and Wyvern Guard Bari. Weren't now, those if you remember, originally? yes, if you remember Ancient Vanguard, those were originally perfect guards. And oh, there's draw triggers now? That's, that's shitty. Yeah. But these draw triggers are also double rares, and they have skills that... When you place them on the guard circle, you can discard a card from your hand and choose a unit, and it can't be hit. So you're telling me that we have draw trigger perfect guards now? Yep. That's the shit. So now when you lose your perfect guard in damage, you don't feel as bad because you get to draw a card or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, like, a, a valid thing. It does feel less shitty for that to happen. Because <laughs> um, I don't know if you're... But when I take when I get crit, I get to just take two perfect guards in damage. Now I can't take two perfect guards in damage because that means I would just have two draw triggers. <laughs> well, so the they're five k, and they both mm-hmm. and they have zero shield, like triggers usually do. Um, I mean, perfect guards usually do. Oh the, no, sorry, five k like like triggers usually do zero zero shield like perfect guards usually do. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so, this is also, like, it's not like this is the only perfect guard either. Like, they have shown perfect guards for, that are grade 1 and, and they're 7k, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. That was no. what they showed in the oh. start decks. Oh, right, 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 yeah. And I assume that that's what will probably end up in the trial decks too. So, no, we don't know. but that means that you have options, uh. Right, so you have the you have now the choice. Like, let's say you don't want to run four draw triggers, you can just run like two draw trigger perfect guards and then two of the grade one perfect guard. Yeah. So this also like so the first thing when people said grade zeros were perfect guards, people were like, "And eh, now you're now Silent Tom stops their PGs too." <laughs> like they were being clever or something. Well, um, it was half those people and half people going, but. But all all my grade one or higher garter strike doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you know. Yes. Yeah, so, so so all these people are like complaining about the wrong thing. Because what you now you can actually do is you can split your PGs at grade zero and one if you care to. Like, it basically is going to make it harder to determine like which garter strike is even the best. Maybe. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> people can't have to run draw triggers. That is. You can't guard with grade zero or higher from your hand. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting concept. <laughs> Sounds like Maelstrom. Oh, Transcore Maelstrom? No, you have to use the crit, and then you use the uh, glory Maelstrom. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> so the crit prevents grade zeros, and then glory prevents I mean, grade one. Higher. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Mael- Maelstrom's just randomly gain crits, retire things, and gain 5k. I assume whatever the new retrain Maelstrom is, it's going to have some sort of retire 
probably gain some kind of power. I don't know if we're going to give it a guard restrict again. So, back in the ye olden Vanguard, this would have been like, you know, pre-Break Rides even, mm-hmm. pretty much everyone played draw triggers except clans that could afford not to, mm-hmm. or clans where draw triggers were like actually a negative, like Murakumo. Like, Murakumo would never, really didn't want to play draw triggers at all. Because drawing copies is really bad. But an OTT had no reason to play draw triggers because all their mm-hmm. cards had draw cards on it anyway. So you had basically those two decks that just never played draws. And then you had... And then virtually every other deck played draw triggers in some capacity. So in the olden days, you know, you had decks like MLB, which generally played like a 7-5. Some people played 12 crit because they were assholes. Some people played 16 crit because they had no respect for anybody. <laughs> well, Look, they had, I, you have no soul. <laughs> It was even funnier with break rides too, because you know people be on MLB and you'd be you'd be at two damage and you were like no guard, and they'd be playing sixteen crit like a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> then you get double crit from two and you're like oh okay. <laughs> but uh, most decks would play like like Kagura would generally play six six. Many other decks would just play seven five. And draw triggers were like super 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 common. Like it was really silly to not run draws, just because it was so hard to find your grade ones and twos like consistently. Mm-hmm. You need to draw triggers to smooth that out. Okay. So what does that have so, to do with now? Well, Break Ride era, people still played... Like, so people would play draws for like a long, long time. Uh, except when you get to G era, people mm-hmm. stop playing. That's true. Draw triggers kind of fell off in the G era. Yeah. So one thought was it was so cheap to get like a bunch of advantage. People were playing like a lot of grade 3s, so you were finding grade 3s more. Uh, you could always find the grade three you wanted. Well, most of the time, you could find the grade three even even that you wanted. Yeah. And then you know, you triple drive. Draw triggers are not great on a triple drive. When you're a twin driving, you know, draw triggers are like fine, right? They're yeah. like, okay. I don't really. But when you're triple driving, like you have a, you have a lot of room to just you know crit your opponent out of the game. Like it's pretty easy to kill them from three when you're triple driving. That's true. Like so like you know the upside of playing crits just got a lot higher. Because you can see more of them more often. Okay. So it became kind of a goal to play as many crits as one possibly could. So it was just as the game got faster, then you uh, that that's where crits kind of started to show their worth over draws. Mm-hmm. It was easy to gain resources and games in one. What the hell was that? A chair. Okay. So, so now, now, so now that we're going back, kind of to a pseudo old vanguard, right? I expect draws to be pretty good, mm-hmm. and clans that, of course, can't gain advantage in other ways. Like I would expect OTT never to play draws ever in their life. Still, yeah. And I would, but I very much expect uh, clans like Kagero to play draw triggers. Still. Well, because also, like, if it's this early in the game's history, you probably don't have a lot of options for standard. Right. Like, a long time ago, some clans didn't even have access to a second draw. Or a second crit. Or or a third crit. They generally had two crits. It was a third crit that was a problem. I remember, it was mostly like Nubatama before uh, set 13. Well, Nubatama didn't didn't even have triggers. Yeah, like you had you know, to you had to get a promo for a vanilla trigger. 
yeah, when they first came out, and when when they when Nubatama first got a complete deck in G, in BT thirteen, not GBT, BT thirteen, they only had a rainbow triggers. And then, like, I think, like, a month and a half later, so maybe a month, they got... There was a promo crit that you could get. Exactly. So. So with the with the slower games, like, a slower game makes draw triggers better. Right. And crits did better the faster the game is. Well, also, since shield values are a lot bigger, a single card matters a lot more. Yeah. So, like, having, you know, an ex- even an extra trigger in your hand is a big guard difference. Where if you look at G-Era, having a random, like, trigger or grade 2 in your hand that's not a heal or a PG is, like, that really doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what is 5k shield in G-Era? It's nothing. It's like, I don't know, Valios. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, but, like, what, like, it does, like, that card value doesn't mean anything. Unless that's true. Unless, like, grade 2s and grade 1s, you just need a call on board. Like, that's all you care about. Mm-hmm. The only and... cards you care about having your hand in, really, are PGs and... Heal Yeah. And then the, uh, like, now that triggers give more power for triggering, card, that means, like, the cards mean more, not just in shield value, but in trigger value. Mm-hmm. So, I actually didn't really think about that. So, if, if cards mean more, does that mean, like, having a slower game is going to be a good thing, at least to begin with? Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna let you leverage, like, attack orders and, like, properly giving power. Yeah, it's also, like, I remember way, way back in the day, when you lost, it was because of a mistake you made three turns before. If at all. Or you just never Yeah, but it, it, just like the kind of thing where, like, I should have taken this and guarded that thing instead of the other way around, because then that, like, caused me to go into, like, a sinkhole of resources, and then I just slowly died because of my mistake, whereas in Giera, it was, I died because he double-critted me at three. I couldn't, kill, I couldn't kill him fast enough, and he did his thing. Exactly. <laughs> it's a shame. Fun times. Fun times indeed. So, are you going to do, like, a 2-2 split of the draws versus PGs, either of you? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I actually, like, don't even know what I'm playing yet. Yeah, I guess it would depend on what you're doing with your deck. Cause I'm pretty sure if I was playing OTT, I would play zero draw triggers. So. Yeah, same. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure OTT just would not run them, especially since they also have protect gifts. Yeah, like, that's sense. something. But, like that's another thing to keep in mind is protect gifts means you could probably just run less PGs in general. So protect clans might not even want this if they don't want draw triggers. Yep. Well, so far all we have it for is Royals and Kagero, but, like, come on, let's be honest. They're going to give them to everybody, I hope. They did it for the heal triggers. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, like, I'm, I'm doing Royals for Standard to begin with, and I, and I think we have enough good grade ones where I can justify myself playing some of these, some of the E-salts, especially because, like, draws are good in Royals. <laughs> it's not brave anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of cards we're seeing do draw, though, so that's something yeah. to keep in mind. Too. Yeah, but it, it's because there's not a lot of like superior calling from the deck like there was originally. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what the deal is. It's just you can you can dig for the things you need easier. 
I mean, one another good thing about this is like if you run more of these draw PGs, you can run uh, more more grade ones, more grade ones, yeah, or like just a more right. d diverse yeah. lineup. So if you have enough grade one, like decent utility grade ones, it definitely becomes more appropriate to not play uh, grade one sentinels. Yeah, I mean this uh, the Marin is the first thing that comes to mind. Like I want to match the fuck out on that. Yeah. Um. And also, strides not existing mean we don't have to waste space on stride fodder anymore either. Also true. Something tells me Silent Tom is not going to exist in its previous form in this new format. Well, with the Dark District? Right. Possible. I feel like, because that, that Silent Tom carried the clan for a long, long time. Um, Pretty much. As long as he could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, any, anything else to add about this uh, this crazy shit with the draw trigger PGs and the reveals? I think it's sweet. I think you know, give, giving people options to play, like to play, like especially if Guard District does re reemerge, mm -hmm. and we're looking at Maelstrom, I guess, really. Uh give people options to, you know, even play around that or make, you You can make, like, if, you know, if they print, like, a grade one or higher, right, guard district, and everyone starts playing draw sentinels, this card actually doesn't do anything. Yeah. So. It also shuts up the idiots to say draw triggers are the worst trigger. Who yeah, said that? I mean, well, stands Way just, too many so, people. It might still be true. Or it might actually be true now, because stands <laughs> exist. But when Sands existed, to say draw triggers were the worst were, uh, was uh, very silly. Since mm -hmm. any, any play a vanilla draw or a vanilla stand. True. Um, I don't know. This is, it, it, I think just the, the, the giving of choice is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess the only thing I'm concerned about is how they're going to distribute Grade 1 and Trigger Sentinels. Like, Are they going to actually take up space to give all every non-TD clan a Grade 1 Sentinel as well as a Draw Sentinel, or what? That's a good question. Um, I don't actually know. They could just make it like the, a rare Grade 1 Sentinel, and then like a double R Grade 0 Sentinel, but I don't actually know if that's like good or not. I hope they do that, because that was a big problem the first time around, was, like, how fucking expensive uh, PGs were. Mm -hmm. Right. And also, like, if they do just give everyone the draw sentinels, then, like, people who don't want draw triggers, like, don't have an option unless they're a protect clan. Alright, but how hype would it be if they give um, OTT a, P a crit sentinel? <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> I mean, giving up 15k shield would kind of suck that you have to, like, make that a zero shield. Unless they, like, oh, yeah. let you keep it, but... Because, like, Draw Triggers having zero shield going down from five shield doesn't feel that bad, you know? Right. No, we all understand. Yeah. Also, it means that we have to find new discard fodder, because we can't just get rid of our Draw Triggers anymore. I mean, OTT never could. <laughs> I mean, the old way to do it was to get rid of excess grade threes, but you kind of want those now because of gifts. So it's like you get rid of excess um, ride chain. Excess what? Excess grade ones and twos, obviously. Oh yeah, I guess so. 
throw away your protect gift for uh, draw trigger. <laughs> Discard this protect gift. All right. You can. You're allowed to. Yep. I mean, if you're allowed to heal with it, you're allowed to uh, discard it forever, whatever you want. Uh, discard your protect gift for that grade two. Fish something from your drop zone. Oh yeah. Basically a free card. <laughs> Again, if you really want to, that's like a thing you can do. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much like all the reveals. Like the the main point of the episode was about these uh, draw trigger PGs because uh, every everyone uh, shat their collective pants about it, and then we got a bunch of tweets that were like, "Dude, how come we didn't talk about it this week?" I'm like, "Look, it's not like we're not trying to. It's just, <laughs> yeah, we're bad at our jobs." I don't think, like, the draw trigger thing is, like, it, it, I think it's, like, much ado about nothing, right? Like, it's, yeah. like, everyone's just kind of freaking out to freak out when mm-hmm. really, it's really, like, fine. It's very novel. Like, it exists. Yeah. I think it, much... I think it's a neat direction that they're taking with PGs, because before PGs were just, like, all right, cool, I, you, you, you PG with it. Then it was... I'd say, let's see some grade two PGs, huh? Yeah, that'd be interesting. But, like, the, you know, they, they had those, then they had sub-clan PGs, then they had unflip PGs, and then they kind of didn't know what to do next, so they did, like... PGs with random skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Ezras. And then everyone was like, guys, what the hell? And they were like, alright, we'll stop. <laughs> well, they had PGs that bounce from your field to your hand, and then they started making the Ezras type that could be recycled from your drop zone. Yeah. Yep. And then they decided that was stupid and made PGs that refunded themselves. Or you can run six of. Yeah. Or that. Did that actually go anywhere? Or, like, are, are we seeing a lot of Bermuda decks do that? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure every deck just r- runs the Harmony PG, because they need Harmony shit. Because everything that's top so far has been a Shizuku Harmony deck of some sort. Talk about much ado about nothing. We had a whole episode about her, and then it just kind of went nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I did not expect the Shizuku deck to be the one that came out on top, to be honest. Look, man, we just need enough grade three searchers. I think that's a good idea, because, uh, yeah, not being, a- not being able to ride the appropriate grade three. This is also, like, pre-Geasis, too, so it wasn't even, like, a, you know... Ride consistency was a big fucking deal. That's why Barkdoll got the boot long, long ago. But now it's free. Now it's free? Yes, you're right. You can run one whole TikTok also. It can be your starter. I know. But you can still only run one. I mean, that's still pretty good. So, Fine. I don't know if ZTV is going to latch back onto that, but... Who knows? I mean, they just, right now, they're just stuck using the various iterations of Chronodran. Chronodran, Chronodran G, Chronodran Z, there's so many of them. There are a lot, and most of them are NSP. Without further stalling for time, uh, that's pretty much all we have to say about that, right? More or less. Okay, so then it is time for Can't Believe You Said That. You're kidding, right? Oh boy, I did a doozy. 
doozy for you guys this week. Um, well, first, we, uh, like we mentioned earlier, we just want to give a special shout-out to everybody who says the draw triggers are the worst trigger. You people are stupid. They could <laughs> now. Well, don't call our listeners stupid. Not to their they face, could, okay. anyway. So they could be they could be the worst trigger now that stands don't exist. <laughs> Definitely wasn't true before. Yeah. Okay, that's true. But like, whatever. This one. They oh were boy. just in the. So this one comes to us from Van Guardians, and it's a uh, theory: colon If Boucherud had actual tournament support slash structure, we wouldn't have Strubs unironically playing bad decks all over this game and pretending to be competitive without being ridiculed open parentheses, which is one of the better aspects of the Yu-Gi-Oh! community, in my opinion. Close parentheses. <laughs> okay. First yeah, off, where are sure. the fucking commas? Or periods? I almost ran out of breath. But... Uh, okay. Where to start with You this? don't know what the Yu-Gi-Oh! community is like, do you? Person? I'm, from, I'm from the Yu-Gi-Oh! community. It was, not, it was so not... You you get ridiculed no matter what you're playing. <laughs> yeah, like I, mean, I think the the Yu-Gi-Oh community does do the correct thing of ridiculing the phrase "player preference." So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but okay. like the divide between quote unquote pro players and quote unquote casuals is so like readily apparent and obvious anytime you enter into any Yu-Gi-Oh discussion ever. Yeah, but at, at least with the with the casual players, they go. Yeah, you're right. I'm a casual. I don't care. I'm. Whereas Vanguard people, they're like, I'm not a casual. You know. Uh, I, I just they... Murakumo. Wait. Or they give that stupid non-argument of, oh, it's just a game. Why are you taking this so seriously? Even though they were the ones that started the argument. I mean, I'm not saying that playing a worst deck or you know playing a clan you like even though they may not, might not be the best is a bad thing like i start with great nature through you know post tech booster to fucking the zoo booster I would, that's a long time of us sucking but i wasn't going to pretend that it was better in any way shape or form and also an- another thing that we often doesn't get addressed is that like if you can't afford a more expensive deck than fucking you can't, and that's okay. Like, no one's gonna ridicule you because, like, you have a job and rent and food you have to buy. And if they do, they're cunts. Like, like my only real pet peeve is when people tell you, like, you're playing the deck wrong and then don't actually tell you how to play it correctly. Or their quote-unquote correct method is obviously inferior. Or the get-good people? Is this the get-good kind of people? Yeah. Like, can you give me an example of... Uh, not off the top of my head. Aside from Tale of the Fact, Tale Moon, that's totally meta, but I can't tell you because you'll net deck it. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but stuff like that, where people tell you you're playing your deck wrong, and then they don't actually tell you what the quote-unquote correct method is. Well, like, we had an episode where we talked about clan loyalty, and mm-hmm. a big thing is that it, because of how Vanguard kind of advertises itself, where your clan is tied to you as a person, if someone tells you you're doing something wrong, your initial reaction nine times out of ten is being like, is them telling you, you as a person are wrong. Yeah. You know? So, or- it might be harder just 
as a game to mm. grow and to understand your own flaws versus something like Yu-Gi-Oh, where you're like, yeah, th- th- this is absolutely terrible. Because there's, there's also the thing to hide behind, oh, they trigger-sacked me, or they lucked out. Yu-Gi-Oh, it's a lot harder to blame, like, you know, top decks yeah. than it is in Vanguard. Right. Also, there is a large number of people who will put their deck lists up for criticism and then not listen to anybody who actually criticizes it. Oh, well, that's always want, a good time. They, they don't want criticism. They want everyone to tell how tell them how sweet their deck is. Yep. Which I is mean, fine. What do you think? Like, what do you think hey, R slash F stands for? Just go to just be like, hey, is it my deck sweet? And then people will understand what you want. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure. And then move on, or just not respond. Probably. Yeah. Like. Everyone will just ignore it. Yep. I mean, that's not to say there aren't people who put their deck up, go, I literally don't know what I'm doing, please help. And then people help, and they go, okay, thanks. And then No, that does yeah. happen. That definitely does happen. That's great. Like, but, yeah, those people are nice. Like, they actually genuinely want help. But, uh... But that shouldn't... But the people who you know, don't actually want help, but still do it, it shouldn't stop everyone from, like, helping the people who do actually want help. But, uh, you know. <laughs> I've been in the subreddit. And, and like, and then this... I haven't been in the subreddit in, like, actual months. Yeah. And then there are always the people that, when you give them an optimal deck list, will jump in and tell, and complain about it because it's, it's an optimal list that you net decked or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not like... a net decker. I want it to be original. Okay. Yeah. I want it to be original, except I'm asking for a deck list on the internet. Question mark, yes. question mark, question mark. Or the people who, like, you are genuinely helping, but then someone else decides to jump in and be that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, net decking isn't a bad thing. Nope. Like, we've, we've said it's not. There's a reason why, like, if someone's asking me for help, I'm going to assume they want an optimal deck list, and... Like, usually the optimal list for something wins tournaments, so we'll just give them that. Like, why would I intentionally give someone a shitty deck list if I'm trying to help them? Um, yeah, pretty much. So, that that was, uh, that was dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to come up with like some kind of sign-off thing where we're just like, and that was can't believe you said that little musical thing, but what? no, rip, rip indeed. Uh, just dude, fucking let let people be dumb and people who are dumb try and be less dumb. Happens. Um, all right. Since that was so I... short, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do another one. This one is it, it is mostly just comes down to like fundamental misunderstanding. But it, it was just so heinous I had to save it. This is from the subreddit. Can you switch places with your other Xeroth dragons while calling Megiddo to your rear guard whilst ultimate striding geese, or does this still only apply when stridden on the Vanguard Circle? When this unit is placed on Vanguard Circle, you may counterblast it. What, what is Look, the problem here? You're assuming these people can read. <laughs> now I want to see what happens. Like, if that, if, like, instead of the Gs doing damage thing, it was just all the Xeroth Dragon stills go off at once. We mentioned the Yu-Gi-Oh! community, right? Yes. It's factual that a lot of Vanguard players have come from Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes. Yu-Gi-Oh! players are notorious for not being able to read. 
So it stands to reason that a good percentage of Vanguard players also are not able to read. Okay. Which is not something, you know, that they can help, really. But I mean, like, they can. Take a lot of time. But Im- imagine that kind of thought experiment. You get to call five Zeroth Dragons. And Man, it... wouldn't you just dust, though? Yeah, well, no, you would go... Probably the the thing you would want to do is either dust in Megiddo or Stark in Megiddo. Well, wait, can the Zeroth on rear even attack? Uh, yeah, they, they can. Yeah, they can. Just the front row ones, though. The back can't oh, boost or anything. Yeah. I mean, if you were able to get all of your Zeroth Dragons, I would just use Megiddo, Dust, Stark, and I guess probably Drachma and Zoa. Snap you, Stark. Well, because all of them have, you have to counterblast two for, so yeah. physically uh, you, can right. you can only do that twice, so you got to pick right, two. two. Yeah, Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I'd probably just use Dust and Megiddo. Yeah. And then that... You have... Stark? Stark is nuts, right? You just well, three... you have... 25k attacks? You get 330k attacks versus... Hmm. Well, it's two extra attacks, but if you could swap positions, then you would get three extra attacks, because you could attack with all the Zeroth Dragons you call. Ooh. Back. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Or, um... And they would be at one power because of dust. <laughs> yeah, dust and Megiddo. That's probably the best way to go about it. If that's if that's how it actually worked, but it doesn't. Nope. Uh, this isn't really something like oh, fucking the person's dumb. It's just like just try and no. read better, please. Also, he said that his friend was cheating. So he, he so the 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 op probably thought it was really stupid. And was like, why is he allowed to do this? And asked about it, and we said no. And he's like, oh, my friend's been cheating. <laughs> you ever get the um, feeling that people do that just to, like, kind of cover their ass? Because the, the reaction was very almost explosive. People were like, dude, read the card. And then yeah. to kind of save face, he was like, oh, my friend did it. He was cheating. I mean, Man. Well, the original post wasn't very long, so I don't really know. Yeah. But who would lie on the internet? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. Why don't, let's ask all the catfish in the. Look, man. Just because you're getting catfish doesn't mean. No, 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 no. Like, let's go down to like a swamp and ask an actual catfish. Oh yeah. The ones lying on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went on a date. I thought it was going to be a pretty girl. It was an actual catfish. I got catfished yeah. by a catfish. How do they use a phone? I mean, it, it was Tinder. You can just swipe with your whiskers, right? But you still have to like. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so that was Can't Believe You Said That. A uh, little bonus for you guys. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, you, can, you can find us on Twitter at Nexus at Night or me at Atlas Novak. Same place, at Wiggums. <laughs> or in Bar- or in Proof's Discord. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Live in Proof's Discord. That's where you all three fi- of us hang out in there. But you can find me at Plasma Eclipse or on my blog at lightningfish.blogpress.com or WordPress. Blogpress. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Let's see, and then. Uh... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. They're, they're, uh, we'll we'll see y'all next week. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt, and I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everyone. Bye.